warning. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and others. Yo, what's going on, everybody? I am Scooter Bronson. And I am S. Foster. And this is the Viewers Anonymous Podcast. What's going on with you, Brody? Ah, oh, man. Can't call it, man. Hey, fifth podcast of the week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, but it's wild out here. Yes, sir, man. But hey, it's content out for the people, man. You know what I'm saying? That's what we do it for. We do it for the people. To enlighten people, so, you know what I'm saying? But I'm feeling good, man. How about you? Man, I am on cloud nine, bro. I finally, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, got fixed up. Went to the chiropractor, bro, you know what I'm saying? Got cracked and and, and shook up in, in every place on my back, man. And I'm feeling like a, a brand new man. Hey, that man, that man's a teenager again. Yeah, I feel 20 like- again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. Like, we were just talking about that beforehand, and I'm just like, man, there's so many things that are out there that, like, we've been missing out on because it was like, whether it was just like, well, I don't want to feel like a punk or, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, like there's all these stereotypes of stuff where yeah. you'd be like, man, nah, I ain't trying to do that. And, like, I remember my first time going to get a pedicure, and I was like, boy, I felt like a rock star in there. I was like, man, yo, man. <laughs> so I see why these women be coming Amazing. in like that, man. Oh, yeah, Amazing. man. Man, like they put it, this uh this uh some kind of pink uh man, it was like some kind of gel. Yeah. And like they put my foot in it, man. That shit was hot. Wow, like ooh, <laughs> why that <feel> like that? <laughs> I ain't wanna take that stuff off, but Yeah. Man, that's like that's just like first time I got a massage, man. Me and my wife got a couple's massage, man. It was man, listen, I fell asleep in that thing, man. Hey, I had like I said, I had I had got a massage for the first time, and and I had a I had a girl, and like man, she was like a buck five. Man, <laughs> she got to hit certain spots on my back. <laughs> I was like, man, but she got some strong hands, but yeah, I, was like, I wasn't expecting that. But uh, that's how it be, man. But yeah, man, that, that's good though, man. Like I'm glad, you know, what I'm saying you were able to feel better man because you was having the oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying the problems with the hip and all of that man, stuff. I was walking like you know what I'm saying I got shot man. It was it was, <laughs> bad. It, was my, it was it was so bad right like uh at my job you know what I'm saying I work with like a couple older people like they they in they like forties and fifties and shit. And you know what I'm saying they sprout they moving around they doing shit and usually I be the one that be you know I'll be right beside them moving around and shit. Man my 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 uh, big homie man, he was like, man, it was like, nigga, you walking like me, man. <laughs> he like, man, what's wrong with you, man? What? Why you, you all right? I'm like, man, I said something wrong with my back, man. I can't move. He was like, man, you too young for that, man. He was like, you got to get out the back and move. He was like, I can't have you doing around that that, that nonsense, man. I'm like, nah, I'm gonna get better, man. I'm telling you, I'll be back. So, yeah, I'm I'm glad I'm back, man. I I can't wait to go back Monday and and, and get in his face. Let him know what's going on. I'm back now. Look, <laughs> he back now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. That is funny. Yeah. But man, we got uh, you know what, man? I love I love doing these type of episodes, man. Um, yeah. Because I I think that giving people flowers, man, like while they here. And especially like when it's like when there when there's and I say this shit all the time and I know I sound like a broken record, but it's like like this guy, I'm pretty sure he can go in the grocery stores and ain't no problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He like, you know, when people talk about directors, I mean obviously you get the Spike Lees, the Ron Howards, the you know, Steven Spielberg, Christopher Nolan, yeah. like you got all of these guys, but nobody ever mentions this guy. And, like, when you look at his track record of the movies that came out, like, as far as movies, it's not a ton of them. But really, all of them slap, though. Like, that's yeah. the thing. Like, he hasn't he hasn't missed, to me anyway, 
And this person that we're talking about, man, is F. Gary Gray, man. He's uh, a yeah. a director, man. Like I, I, I was um doing a little bit of research on him earlier today, and um and it's wild, dude. He only got three interviews. Like he don't really talk much. And um so I was I was listening to this interview, and he had said that because they asked him, did he start in music videos? And he was like, well. He was like, I actually got my start of just being a cameraman. Mm. And he was like, uh, he said, and they asked him about it. And he was like, when he was 17 years old, when he was a junior in high school, like he had moved and started going to this new school. Mm. And so uh, the school, like they did this thing where they would film um, some kind of pageant, some kind of thing. I can't remember exactly what it was. So he said that like it gave him, you know, opportunity to film stuff. And then he got kind of addicted to it. And it was, and he knew from that point, <clears throat> he knew from that point that this is what he wanted to do and get you yeah. know, into directing and stuff like that. And so he started doing that. And he has told someone that he wanted to be a movie director. And it was like, well, that's not going to be possible. It was like, you don't even have. And this is another thing. I don't know if you know this. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. He don't have. He didn't go to college. He don't have a degree oh, in it. Yeah, I ain't know yeah. That. and um, so he basically got his start off of you know doing these music videos, and he did, and he said that when he did Friday, Friday came out in '95. He was 24 years old when he did that, wow. and so basically his first credit. So he, he was around like 22, 21 years old when he did on mm-hmm. um, the first credit that it got him down for his Ice Cube. It was a good day. Yep. And like, and now it's like when you think about it, a good day, like it was really filmed like a movie. Mm-hmm. Like that 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 music video, like even the lyrics to the song, like they visualize. Now I'm pretty sure, like it was really like Cube's vision because they really went off of the lyrics of what he did, but yeah. just the way that it was shot and all this type stuff, I just think that that shit is great, man. But Ever Gary Gray is a whole legend out here. They never get spoken of. Yeah, man. Um, my first time being introduced to F. Gary Gray was uh, the movie Friday. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, that was actually my first time seeing him and didn't even know I'd seen him. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But, um, yeah, that, that introduction was Friday. And seeing the way the movie was shot, the way the story was told, you know what I'm saying, all the different angles, Um Man, it was just it was it's one of those movies that sit with you forever. You know what I'm saying? Like the the movie the the list that he has his catalog is like you said it's not as extensive, but it's a, it's heavy hitters, man. It's like it, it's haymaker after haymaker. You know what I'm saying? We got Straight Outta Compton, um, we got a Fast and the Furious movie, we got the Italian Job, um, Be Cool with John Travolta, um. Let me see what else am I missing? A law abiding citizen. Yeah, law, um, Jamie Foxx, law abiding citizen. Set it off. Yep, set it off. And right then, after, and that, then was, that was right after Friday. And my number one movie. You remember what my number one movie was? No, uh, it was number no. two. My number two movie. What was it? The The Negotiator. Yep. The, okay. Okay. The Negotiator. Um, he got um, he got men in black, like man, this dude is. And, this dude is is he got hits, man. And and one of these movies, and it's it slept on. Um, this is one of those movies. Like I don't know why we have not done this yet. We might need to put this down. But like a man apart, a man apart is an awesome movie, man. Uh, Vin Diesel, uh, Lorenz mm-hmm. Tate, like. Basically, like, um, this dude had uh broke into Vin Diesel's house, Vin Diesel and um, and Lorenz Tate was cops, yeah. and um, somebody broke it, broke into his house, killed his wife, and like his whole thing was to like get that you know, revenge, revenge. yeah, get that yeah. revenge. And like, man, it was it was a really, really good movie, man. We had a uh, we had an appearance by corrupt, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and um. But that's because, you know what I'm saying, he's from South Central. F. Gary Gray is from South Central. So that's why yeah. a lot of his movies, when you really look at it, a lot of his movies are really based in Los Angeles for the most part. 
And, and then, uh, like, if you if you look at, you know what I'm saying, like, what else he's done outside of just movies, like, man, the the music videos he's done. You know what I'm saying? You mentioned that uh, Ice Cube was a, uh, it was a good day. He done music videos for Cypress Hill, Coolio, Outkast, Dr. Dre, Queen Latifah, TLC, um, Brandy, Whitney Houston. Uh, who else he got? Babyface. Yeah. Um, Outkast. Like, golly, man. Like, this, this dude was... This dude was really doing, like, to me, I feel like in that time, because, like, the 90s was like the, you know what I'm saying, like, we always say it, the 90s was like the golden area, the golden era for media, you know what I'm saying, like, whether it be music, movies, uh, you know, TV shows, whatever, like, the 90s was it, and I feel like for him to be able to, to be going back and forth between movies and music videos and and being able to produce that type of content that he did, like, that was amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at those videos, like, Southern Playlist, Cadillac Music, that was a, that was a dope video. Um, what Mrs. Was it? Jackson. TLC. Yeah, digging on you, TLC. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, who else did I say he had? Like, Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill don't got regular videos. Like, their videos be wild. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like them ain't normal videos. Um he did Will Smith, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then to turn around <laughs> and then, you know what I'm saying, do a movie, you know what I'm saying? Like to do a movie to go from Friday, then go to set it off. Like them two different, totally different movies. That's not even the same kind of category. And then for him to be to him. For him to be able to to do what he did with those movies is amazing. Like if you look at the scenes and set it off, like the the most probably one of the most famous scenes and set it off is when Queen Latifah is at the end, and you know what I'm saying, like she's shooting at the cops, and then they just you know what I'm saying start firing back, and how it went from one shot to like multiple different shots, you know what I'm saying, like within a quick amount of time, like. That's just that type of thing. That's genius, man. And then, like, to even th- look at it this way, dude. So Friday come out in '95, mm-hmm. and they they had to shoot that in 20 days. And like yeah, everybody's making a and and everybody's making a big deal about uh what Chris Tucker said on on Shannon Sharp podcast the other day. The thing is, yeah. this is not new news. Like he said, like. A while back, he only really got ten thousand for doing it. Like that movie yeah. was really more based off of if this thing hit, like we all gonna be good. This is kind of like that thing of like what we doing now. It's like yeah. we basically doing this podcast for free. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But like when it hit, you know what I'm saying? This could turn into a career like you never know. And like yeah. that's what that was. So this was kind of like a a one to grow on. Like if Chris Tucker didn't have Friday. I don't think money talks in rush hour when all this type of shit happens. So I mean, look what it look what it did for uh look what it did for Tiny Listen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It brought him back. It, it gave him some more fame. Look what it did for John Weatherspoon. Exactly, and like so, you do Friday in '95, dude. Mm-hmm. Then set it off. Come out in '96, and then you telling me this dude has the cachet by 1998 to have a film starring Samuel Jackson and Kevin Spacey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that climb that fast, he wasn't even 30 yet. Like yeah. we give we give Ryan Coogler now. Ryan Coogler is awesome. Yeah. Like this dude, he's the next one. Like he's the yeah. next. But like we give him all the credit in the world for doing Fruit Fruitfield Station when he was like 22, 23 years old. Right. But it's just like, yo, F. Gary Gray did this shit too. But like, we just sleep over him because I think that Ryan Cougar's still not 30 yet and he did Black Panther. Oh, he might have been not 30 before Black Panther came out. But yeah. it's like, this is really kind of the same situation. But I don't think the negotiator is as, I mean, it's high on my list because of my taste of movies. Right. But another thing that he mentioned in that, um, in that one interview was that he was saying that 
one thing that he didn't expect to happen was that a man apart and the Italian job came out the same year. Mm-hmm. And not only did it come out the same year, he said it really came out really within like 30 days of each other. And he was yeah. like, he didn't want it to come out like that. And he was just saying how he had to, you know, fly to one premiere and then like turn around like soon as that premiere is over, he got to shoot and go do the other one. Mm-hmm. And he was like, the timing isn't supposed to be like that. But this dude, man, he is just, he's just one of those gems, man, that's just really, really, really under the radar. And I just felt like, even though he has got celebrated for, um, he got a Hollywood star. Um, yeah. I think he got the Hollywood star like two years ago, I believe. Like, just to look what he got, what, what six, seven movies, but he got like, I think he got like six movies and it's like, but he got like 30 directing credits and like music videos. And we ain't talking, like you said, these ain't just music videos. These ain't just, and this is when music videos used to actually be a thing. Like Mm -hmm. you get, people got to remember, like people that are our age, they'll listen to this podcast. They know, but like videos used to be on TRL. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, 106 in part, the basement, um, M- MTV raps like videos used to be a big thing. Yeah, but, like now videos aren't like your boy uh Benny Bloom. He got a movie mm-hmm. coming out, but like the thing is, he came up off music video because when he started doing music video, that's when music videos was like really a thing. Like yeah. what? Is, what is your? Because you're a huge music man. Like, okay. what is your thought on, like, how videos aren't even really important anymore as far as the music, like like okay, it used so, to be? No, I don't I don't think that's totally true. Because um, I, I used to think that, I used to think that same way. It's not necessarily that music videos aren't as important. I think it's more so the fact, like, we don't have the same we don't have the same um platforms for music videos that we used to have like remember growing up mtv was like music videos all day mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying bt was you know what i'm saying they had like teen summit you know what I'm saying stuff like that but it was shows about music videos <clears throat> you know what i'm saying when you looked at vh1 vh1 was just music videos so with those three channels that's that was like the that was the the platform and the and the foundation that basically made those channels. Nowadays, if you watch BET or if you watch an MTV or VH1, it's either a reality show or it's old reruns of Martin. So you know what I'm saying? Like they don't have that same they don't have those same you know what I'm saying like qualities that they had with us growing up. But if you go to YouTube. And you, you know what I'm saying, you see a lot of these videos that these artists are putting out, they're getting millions and millions of views. So it's not like they're not as important because I think that the video really drives the music. I think it's just more so that we just don't have those lanes for that, for those, or those avenues for the videos to be shown in the same fashion that they were when we were coming up. Because, you know what I'm saying, like, it was a thing, you know what I'm saying, to watch Michael Jackson's thriller. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember when I was a kid on Halloween, they would show it like two or three times a day. And that was it. You, you've never seen it again. And then, you know, like, or um, I remember when, when Michael Jackson and, and Janet Jackson did um, did the Scream video. And I remember when that premiered, like, that was a premiere video. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have that same, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have that same culture with music videos anymore. Now it's just It'll be up on YouTube if you want to see the video. It'll be there, but it's still people that's going to videos and everything like that. I just don't think that the culture around it is the same. I I don't think that Michael Jackson is a a fair comparison because think about it. There's like two different versions of Thriller because there's a movie version of Thriller, then there's a video version of Thriller, and then Smooth Criminal, same thing. Like smooth criminal, 
like the video is like six minutes, but there's actually yeah. a movie that stretches it out to like twenty minutes. Right. He did that with he did that with Speed Demon. He did that with Bad, mm-hmm. and he did it with um ah oh, well, it was another one um ah it's it slipped my mind. But like so, Michael Jackson is kind of like you know what I'm saying well, an unfair comparison because he I know he, <laughs> I know what you mean, but like I'm I, when I use Michael Jackson, I'm just saying it as far as like. And during that time when Mike was, you know what I'm saying, like when Mike was still out here like performing and really, you know, like really at the top of his game, you know what I'm saying, like when when Mike's videos would come on to VH1 or MTV, like shit stopped. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know how, you know, a new show will come out and they'll tell you it's 8 p.m. Eastern. You know what I'm saying? It premieres 8 p.m. Eastern. Like they used to do that for Michael Jackson's videos, you know what I'm Appointment saying? Like, Appointment TV. Remember, yeah, like you know what I'm saying. You everybody be sitting down in front of the, you know, what I'm saying TV like it was gonna be a, a TV show we about to watch. And all actuality, we about to watch a four minute video. But it's you know what I'm saying. Like that's that's just yeah. what it was. Like I remember when Britney Spears had first came out and they premiered Britney Spears' first video. It did. It was the same thing. You know what I'm saying? The, the thing to come up, this is the premiere of such and such and such, and then they show it. You know what I'm saying? We had, like, TRL and stuff like that. Like, we had programs around videos. We don't have that anymore. Like, I think the, the last video that I actually sat and watched and was actually, um, well, not amazed, but was actually entertained by was uh, Drake and Chris Brown when they did the No Guidance video. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. just the... <laughs> You know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? They had the scene where him and him and Jay, uh, Chris Brown and Jake had to dance off. Like, to me, I feel like it's a it's a certain creativity that goes into music videos that goes because it's an artistic expression. And when you can have that creativity and create that, you know, what I'm saying that story within the I guess that story within the story of the song, like, yeah, people are going to watch it. But at the same time, it's not the same as like a. You know what I'm saying? It's not the same how it was when we was coming up, man, because, like, like I said, shit was stopped for certain videos. You know what I'm saying? When Justin Timberlake was coming out, when his videos dropped, same thing. When um, Britney Spears or Backstreet Boys or, you know what I'm saying, if, uh, I mean, R. Kelly, you know what I'm saying? R. Kelly did Trapped in the Closet. Everybody was on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so videos have had that lane, but it's just like, now it's it's more so like you. I think it's a little bit easier because you can just go to YouTube and watch it whenever. And you know what I'm saying? It, it's not a it's not like a, a um it's not like a supply and demand feel anymore. Now it's more so like just you get it whenever you get it. You know what I mean? Like you can get it whenever you want it. Hey, I you know I thought that's what you was gonna say when you said the last video of like I don't I don't want to say substance, but. I thought you was gonna say uh trapped in the closet, boy, because that shit had everybody. <laughs> like, hey, hey, listen, that shit had that me too, but that shit was fire, man. Hey, I hate to admit it, boy, but it was, man. It was like, yeah. like, but the thing is, like, once it got like past like twelve, it was like, okay, like, man, now, now uh, you was, like, you ran was, out of yeah. creative juices. Yeah, it was getting good. It was getting good. Like once, like you said, like twelve, thirteen, it was like, all right, he's just making shit up now. Yeah, he's, he's just, he's at this good. point. Yeah, but like uh, the stay on the music videos, like like it it wasn't just like regular like music videos, like you know what I'm saying, like um, uh, you know, Outkast, uh, Southern Playlisted, Cadillac Music. That wasn't just no no just video, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Coolio, really, Fantastic Voice was really like because I think um, yeah, this was after. I don't know, was this after or before Gangster's Paradise? I think this no, was after, after Gangster's Paradise. Yeah, this yeah, this, Gangster's Paradise. This was like his last, like really to me, like his last hit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Was Fantastic, yeah. Fantastic Voyage. And then like, you know what I'm saying, the dude, uh, see him and Ice Cube have a good relationship. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He did the Dr. Dre, Natural Born Killers, but like Waterfall, like dude, Waterfall, you know how many fucking awards and shit that they got for Waterfalls? Man, that video was, that video, the, first off, the song is amazing. So for him to be able to create a video around that song is even better. Like, that's, to me, Waterfalls is like, Brenda's got a baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's, 
mm-hmm. that's where that that's the type of weight that song holds. So for him to be able to create that vision, that visual of that song is, come on, man, that's art, man. Yeah, and and I would also like to throw in there, you know, what I'm saying Miss Jackson. Yep. Like Outkast, they they pretty much always been kind of creative with their videos, mm-hmm. and like, but that video. It kind of did take it to the next level, especially like one thing that stood out to me about that video was like at the end when they were just like standing and staring at the sky and it was like raining. Like yeah. even though they might not seem like nothing, but like to me, like that shit was creative. Like yeah. like to 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 do that, and I just think that the talent that this man have and to to have a star on the walk on the Walk of Fame Hollywood uh thing whatever. And to do what he has done and accomplished, like it said, he won seven awards or nominated 11 times, but you know, it's more. And that's the thing. Now, at the same time, Charlemagne says it all the time go where you celebrate it and not where you tolerate it. Yep. Really, all the stuff that he won was like, like, like the, you know, the black festival stuff and, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So he hasn't really been celebrated on like that national stage other than I mean he got MTV on. award. Yeah, yeah, he did he did get one. He did get one. But it's it's like when I when I think about what he has done and mm-hmm. to not have gone to college, like there and, and he said it in the interview it was like I did not have the money. He was like I did not have the money to go. But mm-hmm. he was given this opportunity basically by Ice Cube it was given this opportunity by Ice Cube, and he took that opportunity and he ran with it. And like that's what you have to do sometimes. Like when when someone when someone reach out to you, and when you got Eminem say you got this one shot, you yep. know what I'm saying? One yep. shot. Don't don't fuck it up. And he did not fuck it up. So. I, I just think that like this is really this is really um a really great person to be doing a um yeah a appreciation episode on man. I agree, man. I mean like if you if you look at not just the movies that he did, but if you look at what those movies meant at the time that they came out, like Set It Off was a hood is a hood classic. Friday is a hood classic. You know what I'm saying? Like those two movies by themselves, like those are movies that anybody will sit down and watch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, anybody like Friday. Friday is not just a hood classic, but Friday has become a cult classic. Like, it's a it's it's a certain pocket of people that just fuck with Friday. You know what I mean? Like white, black, mm-hmm. Asian, Mexican, whatever. Like they fuck with Friday. Um, to me, I think that the Italian job. The Italian Job was a wonderful movie. It was written. Mm-hmm. It was written well. Um, it had a great cast behind it. You know what I'm saying? They had what most deaf was what most deaf in that one. Yep, most deaf. Most deaf. Ed Norton, Mark Wahlberg, Charlize Theron, um, Seth Green. Uh, who was the old dude in there? That was a. Uh... Oh man, what was his name? Donald Sutherland. Yeah. Jason Statham was in this, man. Like, um, who else was in this? I mean, that's that's a lot of people. Oscar Nunez. Oscar Nunez is the dude from the office. Dude is hilarious. But he was in this, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, like it's it's just that that type of cast for him to have that type of cast and for them to be able to put that movie together is like how do you how do you even envision yourself being in you know what I'm saying like being in that crowd like being around those people like these at the time like these are movie stars you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like these are like they they making they making some work out here and then like you know what I'm saying like you said for a dude that didn't go to college Got to start just being a cameraman, you know, doing directing music videos. You know what I'm saying? He got, like you said, he got to do a, a movie with Sam Jackson with the Negotiator, which was a good movie. 
and then you turn around and you get a, a hit with Italian Job. That was a that was a blockbuster movie. Oh yeah, and and I wanted I wanted to circle back to um to set it off for a second because ninety six. Name me another movie that starred four black women. Man, I can't even name you a movie that starred four women. So it's like for him to do that and, and, and to, okay, so you come out the gate with Friday, you know what I'm saying? With, it was only like a, a million or $5 million budget, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you come off, come off for doing that. And it ain't even really hit yet because you really started filming. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, set it off really before it really hit. And then yeah. you, you do set it off starring four black women and one of them is playing a lesbian. Oh, man, you, know hey, listen, you beat me to it. I was just about to say that. I was about to say <laughs> and at that time, he had a lesbian in there as well. And that, that was very, very brave. Yeah. And to that put, you know what I'm saying? And to toss in the social issues of a, a black man getting shot with a uh, uh, champagne bottle. You know what I'm saying? So just for what that movie meant and also to show what all four, because all four of these women was individually going through something in their life. You know what I'm saying? And like to to put that on screen and for what that movie really meant because like that movie had you it had you rooting for people who are robbing banks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I ain't even ashamed to admit that shit. Like, I was yeah. rooting for them. I was like, please get that money. Get away. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know what I'm saying? Cleo did the shit so gangster. You know what I'm saying? Like, she'll break into the car. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> hey, it was one time she couldn't find that. She like, man, throw me a tape. She like, man, nah, fuck that. She's like, man, she's like, I ain't moving this car through you. Throw me a tape. <laughs> 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 hey, man, that shit was so hard, man. Like, yeah. but to come to come out of the gate with Friday and then come back, right back with four black women would set it off. Yep. Like, this dude, man, genius, man. Straight out genius. Well, not only that, man, like, dude, he, he did Fast and Furious 8, man. Yep, like, and that was the that was the one that had the twist. Like, you know what I'm saying, this was the one where Ben Diesel was on the other side. Well, at least we thought he was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so for him to be able to be a part of that franchise, like, just think about that. You were part of the Fast and Furious franchise, like, nigga, that's what 10, 11, 12 movies. Well, the and they the, ain't even done with it yet. No, they're not done because what it was, they did a uh, Universal did a deal with Vin Diesel, where it was a ten movie contract. Yeah. So that's why Tyrese was fucking mad because that Hobbs Shaw is counting as one of those movies in the contract. And then I just saw the other day there's a Hobbs Shaw two supposed to be coming out too. I think like yeah. 2022 or 23 or something like that. So, if I'm not mistaken, well, they said that they re- they that they did not they. I was going to say recorded. I'm so used to saying recorded, <laughs> <laughs> but they filmed nine and ten, kind of like back to back. So yeah. I'm guessing like like this might be it, man. This might end like a long ass franchise. Man. They got they got twenty movies out, man. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a, this is a long <laughs> list. This is a long list of movies, bro. Like I remember when the first Fast and Furious came out. I was in, I think, like I I was either fresh out of eighth grade or like my freshman year, and I got kicked out the movies during the the premiere of Fast and Furious, bro. I remember this like it was nothing else. It was the, the the movie theater was packed. Everybody was hyped because we thinking this is a movie about car racing and it's not. The next thing you know, <laughs> they start, you know what I'm saying? They start shooting, the pipes start flaring up. We all doing everything, everybody hyped. We standing up, we rapping the songs, they kick us out. And I didn't never get to see the beginning of, or the rest of Fast and Furious until it came out on uh, DVD later that uh, year. But 
just to be a part of that franchise is amazing. To be a part of the Men in Black franchise is also amazing. That's two different franchises that he's that he's a part of that are hit franchises. And he gets to say that, you know what I'm saying, he was a he was a piece of each one of those, both of them. Oh yeah. And then not only that, to get the story that I think a lot of people was very interested in and knowing. Like we always talk about how great straight out of Compton was. Mm-hmm. And we talk about how great, you know what I'm saying, uh, O'Shea Jr., how well he played yeah. Ice Cube. Yeah. Um, we talk about how good Jason Mitchell did um Easy E. Man. But we forget F. Gary Gray directed this shit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And that movie that like honestly. To me, I did not find one flaw with that movie. I thought the right. casting was great. I thought mm-hmm. how they gave, how they went into certain people's life. I think we got just enough of what we needed. I yeah. felt like they 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 touched on the right, they touched on the right shows because I'm pretty sure there was more tours, but they just you know there were certain shows that they hit. I felt like they hit the right ones. They hit the right songs. It was just, to me, it was just a perfectly done movie. And I think that's why, like, really, Straight Outta Compton was the movie that really got everybody like, okay, now we need a Death Row movie. Now we need a No Limit movie. Like, because of how good Straight Outta Compton was, like, everybody's like, okay, we need to get all these stories. Even though The Notorious came out before this. But Notorious was... It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I don't it think was, I don't think the Biggie or the Tupac movie had the same effect that the NWA movie. No, had. no, not at all. And but the Tupac movie came out after this. Oh, that's right. That's right. I mean, but even still, I don't I don't think either one of those had the same effect that the NWA no. movie had. No, not at all. And and I think that the reason this one is different is because I think that. This one was casted better, and I think mm-hmm. it was directed better, and that yeah. shit matters. And for him to be involved, it, which is, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because Ice Cube, Ice Cube just has a relationship with F. Gary Gray, and they yeah. trust each other, and they know what each other want out of each other, so that just makes it easier. And yeah. and I think that it was great that Ice Cube did not hand his son this job. Like yeah, he said that, that, that he, had, he had to audition like 10 times. That's dope. Because everybody just looks at it like, okay, well, you're a rapper. Your dad raps. You look just fucking like him. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, <laughs> pick him. But Ice was like, nah, like, dude, you ain't, you ain't good enough for it. Like, you ain't good enough to play me. So he mm-hmm. made him fucking work for it, and it, but it turned out to be the perfect idea. Man, listen, um, for me, I I I got to talk about my movie. Be cool, man. Be cool is <laughs> listen. You talking about an all star cast? Let's let's go down this cast list, right? You got John Travolta, um, Uma Thurman. You got The Rock. You got Vince Vaughn. You got Cedric the Entertainer, Andre 3000. You got uh, Steven Tyler. You got uh, Christina Milian. You have Harvey Keitel, Danny DeVito, James Woods. Um, trying to see who else is in this. Did uh, you say James Wood? James Woods. Bro. James Wood, let Epic Eric Gray tell him what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's that's the that's the level of like that's the that's how the casting that's how great the casting is on this. And then you know what I'm saying, like just the just to throw in the, the people that was in here, like they did the cameos. You had Anna Nicole Smith, you had Joe Perry, you had the RZA, um, you had 
Gene Simmons. You had Sergio Mendez, Fred Durst, Wycliff John. Um, who else? Who else? I mean, it's like, goodness gracious. Um, I think I'm missing somebody. Let me make sure I ain't missing nobody. Will I am? You had the Black Eyed Peas in this joint, man. <laughs> so, like, to be able to have all of that and, you know what I'm saying, for them to be able to put this this cast together, for them to be able to put this story together, this is a, uh, a, re, a reunion with John Travolta and Uma Thurman. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I think this is Andre 3000's first movie. I think this is The Rock's first movie. Um, Vince Vaughn does a, a marvelous job in this movie. Andre 3000 did a hell of a job in this movie. You know what I'm saying? Cedric the Entertainer did a hell of a job in this movie. Like, for him to be able to, to put this together, this was like a masterpiece. With all, with all of these, because usually when you got a cast like this, it ends up becoming a shit show. Because everybody wants to be the star. Everybody wants to be the, the in the limelight. But to be able to put all of this together and be able to make this movie what it was, like this, Be Cool was the one. That for me, Be Cool was the one. And he had a relationship with Andre. You know what I'm saying? Mrs. Jackson, uh, Southern, Southern Cadillac, play, well, play, play, Southern Playalistic Cadillac Music. Like, he had a relationship with Andre 3000. So, I could see, I, I think that was like one of those things. And, and man, so, yeah, you know, you might be right because um, Four Brothers came out, what, like 2008 or something like that? Um, Damn, I don't remember when um when Four Brothers came out, but John Singleton did that joint though, and hey, that's 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 got to be another guy, man. That's got to be another guy, um, that's gonna eventually. Hold on, have real to hit. quick. Hold on, real quick. I'm having technical difficulties. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. All right. Um, just keep going real quick. I, I got to oh, get my snap. headphones because I, I can't hear you. Okay. I'll be right back. So, Andre 3000. Four Brothers came out in the same year as Be Cool. Had no idea. No idea. So that's what's up. And then Idlewild came out in 2006. And then Revolver came out in 2005. So Andre 3000 did three movies that came out in the same year. That was wild, dude. I had no idea that Andre 3000 did that. That is what's up. I don't know what's going on right now. Hold on real quick, because my, my shit is going in and out. Okay. Okay, okay, I can hear you now. All right, you got an echo, though. I know, I know. I'm about to let you out real quick. Okay. <laughs> can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You all good. 
But yo, it's wild, dude. Uh, Andre three thousand actually had three movies to come out in two thousand five. Dude, yeah. be cool. Uh, Four Brothers and Revolver all came out the same year. That then Idlewild came out in two thousand six. But like I was saying, he had a relationship with F. Gary Gray mm-hmm. from doing all of the videos, you know, that he did with uh, with Outkast. So. That's that's not another surprise there. And you brought up a good point. John Travolta and uh Uma Thurman, you know, pulled them back together from uh from uh Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, you know. Yeah, so like dude, man, this this dude, man, you know, that's just one of those situations where I'm I'm a guy <laughs> which I, I I'm for I'm for like a lot of like underdogs. Um I'm for mm-hmm. the people who you know what I'm saying? Like, I mention it all the time, but I'm a huge rap fan. Like, she's like, she's an underdog. You know, um, I'm a I'm a huge fan of Mia X. She's an underdog. Like, there ain't a lot of people that's yeah. going around still listening to Mama Drama, but me. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> so, so it's like I ride for a lot of underdogs, man. And like, he's one of those dudes, man. He's like the epitome of. I did not go to college, but I got this talent and I got this eye for doing movies. And he has totally proved all the people that ever had anything bad to say about him. Like he proved everybody wrong. And like I said, even though a lot of people might not have seen a man apart, I think that if anybody pulled anything from this podcast, from S. Foster, please go watch A Man Apart because it, it's one of those movies that is is it's not it's not well not I won't call it not well promoted, but it was just one of those movies that kind of just slipped under the radar. But it's it's a great storyline. It's shot well. Um, the two leading actors in it are you know phenomenal when it comes to Vin Diesel and it comes to uh, Lorenz Tate. Um, and you know, like he goes after this Mexican cartel because they had something to do, uh, with his wife's killing. Like it was, it was really a really, really good movie, man. And but like, but I say that to say this is just the fact of to me, he has not missed with any film that he has put out, and for him That's not true. to have went to college, because a lot of people. They 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 go they go to film school you know what I'm saying a lot of the times they go to USC and he's from <laughs> California you know what I'm saying and he didn't go to USC but yeah. to make it to where he's in where he has made it now and to have a star on the on the on the um, Hollywood Walk of Fame it's phenomenal dude yeah man it's it's just amazing to you know what I'm saying to see all of the work that he's put out and. You know what I'm saying? To be able to see that everything that he's basically put out has been a hit. I don't like like you said, I don't think he has a miss. Even as far as music videos go, I don't I don't think he has a miss. Like do you remember um Snoop Dogg's murder was the case that they gave me? Mm-hmm. Yo, that video was that video was wild. The video but, in the song. Like I still yeah, just I still, one under his belt. I've never and, and this is more of a credit to Snoop. I've never heard an instrumental, I've never heard a beat like that before. Like it like it's so different. Like murder was the case yeah. that they gave me was so different. And like it actually was like in a way, it was like scary. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it yeah. sounded like a horror movie. Yeah. And if like if you listen to um Spice One, Born to Die, yeah. like that shit sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> like it, yeah. like it sounds, it actually sounds scary. And like that song sounded scary. And for him to put out that song after beating that case, you know what I'm saying? That that was gutsy right there too, <laughs> to even do yeah. something like that. And it's crazy for Snoop to be where he is and have the popularity that he have, and this dude beat a murder case, but. It's not surprising because when you look at Ray Lewis, you know what I'm saying, swept under the rug. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a lot yep. of the times, you know, depending on how likable you are, 
you can you can get away from a murder case and you fine but at the same time if it's a situation where you murdered a white woman and a white dude a little different you know what i'm saying <laughs> you're not yeah. you're not going to get yeah. the, you're not going to get the satisfaction of being popular but but yeah man this is <laughs> this dude is <laughs> This dude is a whole a whole legend out here, man, that never gets spoken on. But you know what? He's gonna get that praise on the Views Anonymous podcast. That's a fact, man. So, all right, let's. Um, this will be the time we jump into fire flames. Um, but since you know, what I'm saying we're not speaking about one particular project, and we're speaking about you know, what I'm saying a, a, a catalog and a multitude of different projects. This is what we'll do since he has um, a short list, right? Um, usually we do three. Okay. Let's go. Let's go out of the movies. Let Let's do. Let's do a top three out of his list of movies, <clears throat> but not our favorites. Uh oh. Just the just the ones that I don't, I don't want to say favorites because you know it, it ain't really like favorites, but I, I want to I, I just want to know which ones do you think um had the most impact? Top three most impact. Oh man, why you gonna do impact? Cause cause you know I was gonna <laughs> do the negotiator, man. You know the negotiator was gonna be my number one, and you gonna switch it up to impact. I I know. That's- I'm saying, man, that's too easy. Oh, man, impact, impact. Okay, I go first. Uh, well, obviously, we uh Friday. Um, as far as impact, you gotta you gotta say Friday. Um, I would go impact, impact. The thing about the uh, Fast and Furious, like, it's it's down the road. Like we we've seen like eight, well, seven before that. So. It already been impacted, so you can't really use that. I would say, I would say Friday, obviously. Um, you know what? I'm gonna say set it off because of, you know, like I said earlier, for the reason of four women being able to star in a role in '96. I think they opened up the door for a lot of women to, uh, well, especially black women, to be doing what they're doing now. And I would have to say, if we're going off <laughs> impact, um, I would have to say straight out of Compton. <clears throat> so, my number one, you know what I'm saying, I agree with you, it's Friday. It definitely is Friday. Um, for me, I feel like with Friday, man, it just, it told a story, you know what I'm saying, about living in the hood that so many people could relate to. But at the same time, so many people weren't aware of, you know what I mean? Like, and then on top of that, like, this was like over a span of a week. This whole movie was really just over a span of like a weekend. It wasn't even a, well, not take that back. I don't think it was a weekend. It was like a whole day, right? It was just a day. Yeah, it was just a day. It was just one day. It was day. just Friday. <laughs> yeah, it was just one day in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. so... For him to for him to make this movie, because it felt like it felt like so much time had passed in this movie, and then when you realize it, you go back and think about it. It's just one day, bro. Like that's yep. that's genius. You know what I'm saying? Like that's genius. So Friday, of course, um, my number two would be straight out of Compton. Uh, like like we we talked about earlier. You know what I'm saying? Like that that started that uh, trend of trying to get those, you know what I'm saying, past hip-hop stories on the film and making sure that, you know, we we giving the flowers to, you know what I'm saying, our innovators, you know what I'm saying, and, and <clears throat> our inventors, you know what I'm saying, giving the, giving the flowers to the people who deserve it most, you know what I'm saying, and and especially the ones that, that should never be forgotten. But for me, my number three is Law-Abiding Citizen. Um, I think that that movie... It it did a lot for murder mysteries. It did a lot. I mean, even though it wasn't necessarily a murder mystery, but yeah, it was. was. For a minute, it was. <laughs> I mean, 
I mean, it 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 was, but not necessarily. Like to me, I put that in like suspense thriller. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like I don't necessarily put that in murder mystery because it was to me it wasn't necessarily revolved around just the murder. It was like this movie was suspense. This movie was like it was high action. It was it, it was so much going on in this movie, and for him to put. You know, saying a movie like this together to shoot the way he did, like it was shot beautifully. Um, mm-hmm. It was you could tell it was well directed. You could tell like between um, Jamie Fox and um, oh, what's his name? Gerard Butler. I'm about to call him King Leonidas. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Gerard Butler. Ger- there you go, Gerard Butler. Between him and Gerard Butler, bro, like them two, they did an amazing job together. You know what I'm saying? Like, they they really put on an acting clinic in this movie. So, I, I think for me, it's going to be Friday, Straight Outta Compton, and um, Law Abiding Citizen. That's what's up. Hey, man, that's it. Hey, man, that's it. Uh, I, I don't like how you threw that curveball at me, though, because I was ready to go, but like, <laughs> hey, but, hey, negotiator number one, like, but I, I, I think that even though, I mean, I think that that movie is still an impact because I, I just think that the other three are more impactful. But like that movie was that movie was yeah. awesome, man. I mean, you know, to, to to have two negotiators in one building and have a, you know, what I'm saying cops who are greedy to set up one of their friends like that was I mean, that was just really that was really fucked up, honestly, with what it was. But dude, this is so crazy how this is so crazy how how this set up how this even happened this way <laughs> for the movie that we're doing next. Facts, man. So this next movie got coming right. It is a it is an F Gary Gray film. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a great cast. You know what I'm saying? Um, this is this movie. This movie really made me rethink. Um rethink how the system is. You know what I'm saying? It, it made me rethink mm-hmm. what revenge was. So, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's a, it's an amazing movie, though. Don't get me wrong. Like, from beginning to end. Like, I bought this on DVD. Like, I think I still got this somewhere upstairs on DVD. That's how good this movie is. Oh, man, this movie, this movie is so dope, man, because it it's one it's it's one of those movies where it's like you you really think about how the system is sought up and the things that they're willing to do to win you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and it and it makes you think of it, it's really it's really the the worst case scenario for a certain job where it's like if yep. this shit was to happen in real life you're like oh shit like you know what I'm saying? It it'll make you it'll make you re-question what you're doing and how you do it. So but this this is like a really, really, really dope film. It's just crazy like how we were just setting up our thing and like we didn't even think about it until like today yeah. of like, wow, like look how they look how they yep. even fell in the in the <laughs> shape. So <laughs> that's wild. That's why how we got that um that's crazy. rolling out. <laughs> yeah, man. So you know what I'm saying? I can't wait to do this next episode, man, because I think this this next episode, the conversation is gonna be um conversation is, is gonna be fun, man. We get to talk about something different this time. Um <clears throat> but thank you guys for you know what I'm saying, viewing us. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? We thank you guys for tuning in every time we drop an episode. We got a lot more to come. We um we we get these lists together, man, and, and somehow, some way, we just shoot right through them. So we're going to be having a lot more for you guys as usual. You know what I'm saying? We got stuff coming up. Make sure you guys um, follow me at Scoots Bronson on Twitter, Scoots Bronson underscore TV on Instagram. If you are on uh, YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Uh, make sure you leave us a comment. Hit that like button as well. If you're not on YouTube and you're listening, you can watch us if you don't want to listen to us. Um, on Scoots Bronson TV at YouTube. Make sure you go there and hit that subscribe button as well. Um, and make sure, man, you guys go to the Viewers Anonymous podcast watch group. 
on Facebook. Make sure you send that request. We definitely need more people. To... <coughs> Excuse me. Make sure you guys are getting in there. Make sure you guys are sending those requests in so we can add y'all. Um, we got a few requests recently, so you know what I'm saying? Thank those people for coming in. And then uh, we just wait for more people, man, so we can start doing things. That way you guys can, you know what I'm saying, start interacting with us and we can get this show and make it even better than what it is now. Yes, sir, man. And um, please go uh, – Follow the Stolen Time Podcast Network on YouTube. Um, you can find the last five, yeah, the last five episodes of 28 Minutes or Less. Uh, 28 Minutes or Less is on all major platforms. Please go out and support that podcast. Um, I'm putting a lot more time and energy into that podcast. So, um, you know, I would love for the people to go check it out. Um, also, the Stolen Time Podcast page on Facebook, Stolen Time Pod on Instagram, s.foster8 on Instagram and Twitter. You can find the links to everything there, both of those podcasts on all major platforms. So please support. Yeah, man. And then uh, last but not least, man, shout out to Tommy Jamar. Uh, he was on two episodes. Uh, what was it, Rocky and Any Given Sunday? Any Given Sunday. Yep. Mm-hmm. Go check him out at the Culture Connoisseur. Uh, we was on there. Was last night did a um a fire episode about you know what I'm saying black culture within media. So y'all go check that out, man. Support, support, support. Make sure y'all follow and subscribe to everything that he does as well. And um, yeah, man. Like they say in uh in Hollywood, man, and that's a wrap. Cut.